Hello everybody, this is Boz. For those of you who don't know me, I am one of the co-hosts of The Little Pod of Horrors. Well, you'll know that because you're listening to it now. And thank you. Thank you for clicking download and thank you for being here. This is our very first episode to go out on the Legion Network, our new home. Uh, I have been rattling around Legion parts for quite a few years now, uh, occasionally doing the odd show. If you've ever caught Obsessive Cinema Discourse, you will know this. Bo and the Mighty Legion have been very gracious and allowed us to hop aboard and join this amazing community full of so many amazing podcasters and people I have the utmost respect for, and we could not be happier to be here. As such, to fill our feed a little bit, we're going to give you some older shows repackaged for Legion, and this is the first one. We have a newly recorded show coming very shortly for you, uh, which is our roundup of Friday. Fest, I think it's Europe's biggest horror and fantasy festival, which I attend every single year and do a roundup show of. Unfortunately, the audio for that show will not be as good as this, uh, but we'll get into that in that episode. So for now, enjoy this ancient episode, uh, which introduces you to the three of us doing what we do. And if you like this, come back for more. There are different show types. There will be ones with just me interviewing people. Uh, occasionally, Lavinia, my wife, will join me to give me shit. Uh, we may do some argue talking episodes and things like that. So without further ado, Please check out Screeners and Screamers. Hey, Paul, what I was thinking is that we need to cut a promo. Yeah, I've been working on some ideas. It's just I don't really know where to go with it exactly. What if I got like a filter where we could just kind of talk normally and we can have kind of a script, but then yes. I can I can like filter it so that one of us will have one kind of voice and then one will have the other. I want to put my request, make me as Freddy Krueger. Can you do that? Maybe instead of the voices, what if we tried to like write a skit, develop a whole thing and we have a backstory and, but well, I don't know, that might be kind of too long. So well, like screeching cars and explosions and fireworks. And, yeah. And, yeah. Well, what about, I like it. Maybe instead of, you know, doing a filter, we could just like reach out to Robert England himself and maybe Ooh. he can, you know, just record a promo for us sometime. Do you think, I, I mean, we I, might have to like raise some money. We can do a Kickstarter and we could just throw it out to like Robert England and, you know, sure, just, sure. just all kinds of actors. And, and I think people will do that. I think. Sure. Why not? Well, you know, what? I don't know. Maybe we're overthinking this whole thing. How about if we just tell people where to find us? I like that. You can find us at Who Will Survive on iTunes, Stitcher, on the Legion Podcast Network, and on the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network. Also on Facebook and Instagram under the same name. Oh, wait. Can we do it underwater oh, with that, piranhas killing me? That would kind of be brutal. And if that doesn't work, then you can do the regular promo. All right. Well, just get in the water and I'll go get some fish. All right, cool. Master, the diamond cutter, the three-time world champion, the WWE Hall of Famer, and Billy Ray Snapper in Devil's Rejects. And you, you're listening to the little pod of horrors. The best idea since premarital sex on Halloween. 
And that's not a bad thing. That monkey is a good thing. Bam! Hello, everybody, and welcome to this long-awaited but never underestimated episode of The Little Pot of Horrors, the best idea since premarital sex. I have no fucking idea what I meant by that just now. Uh, I am joined, as ever, by my fantabulous co-hosts, Gogsy over in America land. Hello! And Timo over in Finlandia. Hello! I would like, Hello. just like to finish that our slogan is on Halloween, boss. Did ah. I just not say that? You did yep. not say that. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. So I fucked up our tagline in the yes, worst way did. possible. <laughs> yep. I still think it's the best idea be... since premarital sex. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to fuck that up for a year and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, now I'm just going to edit in another from another show where I said it right. <laughs> and everyone will think you're wrong. No, I wouldn't do that to you. I'll, I'll, I'll let that stand. <laughs> yes, it's just a lot. Egos are running away with it, isn't it? That's what it is. It's just like it used to be a self-deprecating thing about how bad our podcast was, and now we're just at the point of no, no, actually, this is the best idea since premarital sex. <laughs> it is. It's going to get taught in abstinence-only classes instead of doing it. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, we're sorry it's been so long, everybody. Um, life has been life for all three of us. Uh, no excuses. We're, we're back now, and uh, we'll try and keep some regularity. Well, you say that every time. How many years have you been with us, and how long have we been doing this to you? You just love pain, and that's why you come back. Exactly. Show six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a year, roughly. <laughs> uh, we did do this once, two weeks ago, <laughs> yes, and it was going quite well, until my fucking computer just decided, not only did it not want to carry on, uh, but it decided to lock up and freeze entirely, thus not booking ending any of the backup files I was recording and losing me the entire recording. So it it, it would have been with you by now. <laughs> but as it is, it's delayed like another two weeks. So apologies. Yeah. I mean, there was no way we were recording after that because it was just like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Pulls... <laughs> we're done. Well, it's past Timo's bedtime as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He needs all the beauty sleep he can get. <laughs> so, um, we've been watching stuff. Even Timo's been watching stuff, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, we're going to sort of catch up just with that as usual. Uh, as you know, we are, as a podcast, we don't like looking backwards, despite the fact we're going to talk about stuff we've already talked about. But we do like to look at upcoming releases and thing that's, things that are more of the now than of the past um so speaking of the past <laughs> uh i went to see the secrets of marabone um uh, oh, quite the... a while ago now <laughs> that was pedigree chums production was it not yes uh, nothing but i was disappointed there were no dogs in this movie oh. and i f- i feel i was grossly missold on that title apparently in America it's just called Marabone oh really yeah hmm. so Americans aren't going to know what that is no they thought it was just a film about pedigree chum or whatever um, but no it's Spanish director made in Spain by Spanish people with American actors and pretending that it's in America 
but British people who have moved to America to escape to their family home because something unpleasant happened in England. Get your head around that. Okay. Um, not a terrible movie. Came out to very little fanfare. Um, trailers sold it as one thing. As usual, you know, it was something else. Um, not badly done at all. Pretty solid performances. Uh, I, I spent the most part of the movie thinking that the main character boy was actually Rupert Grint, and it wasn't. Because I was thinking, <laughs> wow, he's, <laughs> he's got buff and he's grown up and he's really like, I don't know, he's, he just seems to have matured so much over the last few years. It turns out, no, it wasn't him at all. <laughs> how, so. how did you even think that was Rupert Grint? I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, He's a much better actor. That should have given it away oh, straight. Oh, did I say that? Oh, <laughs> that's it. You are in so much shit now. You cannot say bad things about Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, watch me. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole other film coming this year. I'm sure I'll have plenty to say about that. Um, well, it's not here, obviously. Uh, that was a good little movie. Um, as usual, can't really say much about it without spoiling it, but... Um, it plays around with your expectations and is sort of very dreamily shot. If you like things like The Orphanage, uh, it's actually the same producer or writer, something like that. Anyway, similar crew, put it that way. So it, that's fairly evident. And uh, it was it was an enjoyable film. I'd give it like a 36 on the Fifty Shades of Death scale, I think. That's so not bad. keep an eye. If it drops on Netflix or something like that, I'd give it a watch. Uh-huh. If it came out on DVD, I wouldn't necessarily drop coin on it, but I would say it was worth a reasonably priced rental. Okay. There you go. Yeah, you can rent it over here on Amazon. Ah, there you go. For like four bucks, five bucks or whatever. So. Okay. So if you can find a reasonable price for a rental. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing now. Horror films, that even the ones that hit cinemas, the turnaround from cinema release to VOD... Uh, availability is so short now and we're finding out this we're getting sent screeners and then going to watch the screener and going oh fuck it was released last Tuesday it was a bit late watching that one <laughs> yeah it's really quick some some of the ones we've been getting are really long we've got tons of time to watch them and other ones are like here you go you've got two days go <laughs> yeah <laughs> what yeah I understand you're doing better at that than I am or me two of them I'm really good. I'm a good boy. <laughs> for once. I did some homework. I didn't do homework, but yes, I watched. We were sent a couple of them, and I did. Um, I did watch them. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> oh, do I have to expound on that? Or expound well, on you that? know, you do a podcast. The listeners might require a bit more information. Bloody hell. Okay, well then, let's start with the one. Oh, God, which one do I start with? Um... What are the one? Okay, this one properly, I guess, fits into the horror category. Um, however, it was unbelievably ruined by the marketing material that was sent to us, ah. um, which wasn't good. So I'm not going to ruin that for you, um, our lovely listeners. Um, this one is The Basement. Um, now, it's very strange because it gets marketed as Misha Barton's The Basement. Um, however, I don't think she did anything other than star in it for like five minutes. So, uh, or Misha Barton, whatever once. So we know her from the OC, I guess, is the biggest thing she was in. 
Okay. Um, so I'll have did, no idea who she is then. <laughs> she did do another horror movie, uh, which was on at Fright Fest Glasgow many, many, many years ago or something. Was it The the Wall, The Inside Wall or something like that? She uh, was in The Sixth Sense. She was, yes, she was in The Sixth Sense. She's a young, young, young girl. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. And I think she was in Notting Hill as well. Right. Um, I don't weigh too much about Mission Barton, it appears. <laughs> Apparently. Um, <laughs> I'd look it up, but I don't well, want to break well, my computer again. <laughs> well, yeah, she's not difficult on the eye, shall we say. Um, I'm really wanting to find out which one it was she was in before. Bear with me. So, Walden. Okay, it had a different couple, couple of different names, one of those ones again. Um, but so this isn't her first foray into horror, but she's not in it very much so if you want to watch if you wish to watch it just to see her then you'll be sadly disappointed <laughs> um, so okay. the little synopsis is Craig is abducted and wakes up it? in a basement <laughs> his captor Bill is a twisted serial killer who wishes to reenact his own capture with Craig playing the part of oh, Bill and Bill playing everyone else as Bill tortures Craig, he cycles through a number of personas, all while Craig tries desperately to find a way into Bill's pathology in order to save himself. Um, interesting little premise, I guess. I guess it's playing on that, what was it? S- uh, split? Is it Split? Yeah. Um, which I still haven't seen. Um, however, it said that... There are stellar lead performances, and this is just an amazing movie, and I really thought it kind of sucked. Um, the serial killer guy, um, who is, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Where is he? Bill, Bill. The serial killer guy is not on the top deck. There you go, Jackson Davis. Uh, he was really good um, at all the different roles he had to play. Um, he was interesting. However, the guy that was captured, um, was not the best actor in the entire world. He wasn't entirely believable until maybe towards the very, very end when I guess he actually got a, got kind of, I don't know, acting lessons or something. Um, but... It was. That's what really took me out of the movie is just his performance. Um, when you're being tortured, which isn't really a spoiler, um, you got to make it kind of believable, I guess. And some of the things that were happening to him, I did not believe were really happening. If that makes sense. Was it? Was it a bit the end of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Ooh, ah, <laughs> something. Yes. Um, it really I don't know um, I'm assuming there was a reason that he was in this I have no idea what um, and like I say it was at the very end of it you were like wow okay I really believe you this is kind of convincing but on the lead up to it it was like mm, wow no you're very wooden nope not good mm. um, it was it's got reasonable production values in it. It was shot well. I mean, there's obviously money thrown behind it. Um, unfortunately, it was one of those ones where I don't know if the movie's trying to be too clever and it ends up 
giving away some of the major plot points. Mm. Um, so you're not really gonna, you know, it's if anybody with half a brain is gonna know what's gonna come, know what's happening. Mm. Um, but yeah, thank you, Uncorked Entertainment, for sending this screener. Um, however, I don't think I could really recommend it. Oh dear. <laughs> Maybe twenty one, twenty two. Okay. Uh, on the Fifty Shades of Death scale, it's let's see, not bad made. If it's on Netflix, put it on in the background and just maybe do other things, check in and now. But mm, yeah, not the best. There are certainly better torture movies out there if that's what you wish to watch. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Don't yeah. need to be a bitch. <laughs> we have to apologise because someone else made an average movie, but yeah. <laughs> <way it> goes. <laughs> See, I like, mean, there was I've seen I've seen worse, um, but with the budget that they had, I wish they could just have done some better things with it. Well, you see, there seems to be a thing here in that um, I think we're filling a a key role here in that we're getting these screeners of these kind of movies, and we're, it is it needs to happen and if you look on the other side of the scale um someone who puts out more shows than i have hot dinners in a week and go <laughs> you look at the, the podcast under the stairs our friend duncan mcleish um who is now getting like cinema release screeners and he's reviewing those before they hit the cinema in the uk um so if you want those he's got those we've got your vod selections right here ladies and gentlemen yes we do um, we will oh, supply your middle-of-the-road release needs from here on. <laughs> I should have said when that was coming out. I apologise. Um, because that was one that's coming out, I think, in September. Um, bear with me. You guys chat while I look that up. Because <laughs> that was bad research on my part. I apologise. Well, you know, that was that was potentially damning of other things that we may receive. Um, and what I like about this is because these are films we don't know are coming... We don't even know they're being made. Um, we have the potential here to find some real diamonds in the rough. And yes. there will be rough and there will be smooth. Um, but there is... September 15th. Premieres on digital September 15th. Excellent. So. So that's my deadline for getting this episode out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. so over to Timo. What do you have for us, sir? I have a book report. Ooh. Huh? How different <laughs> of you. <laughs> I read, well, I say read, I listened to Aliens Bug Hunt. I wasn't, uh, the reason I listened to it was because I know one of the stories. It's a collection of 18 short stories set in the Aliens universe. And I knew that one of the stories was called Dangerous Prey by Scott Sigler, hmm. which is, as you may have heard, Boz is a big fan and so am I. Yes. And Dangerous Prey is interesting because it's from the point of view of the aliens. Which has uh, never very, been done before. Yeah. It's mm. very similar to the short story, The Things, which is the thing, but from the thing's point of view. Mm. And yeah, it's a good book. It's a good re listen. It's not too long. It doesn't outstay, but it's it's got alien stories. It has colonial marines going out, killing xenomorphs and other aliens and it's not just aliens it's all sorts of it's short stories in that universe so mm. it's 
they have different kinds of aliens that also eat you in different interesting ways. Mm, uh, some are a bit splody too, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I would hardly recommend this book. You would hardly <clears throat> recommend this book? Yes. Hardly. Yes. Okay. I know what I said. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you meant to say. <laughs> Oh, the, one of the one of the I plus may, sides. I may have, I may have cut, cut out one syllable there, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, one of the plus sides of our show crashing spectacularly a couple of weeks back was um, Timo had already mentioned that he'd read this book, and I went, "Oh, it's available on Audible." So I ran out, and between then and now, I've listened to it as well. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's hit and miss, isn't it? There's there's some good ones, yeah. and there's some really not so good ones. Yeah, um, some of the yeah. Generally, it's fine. Uh, it was curated by Jonathan Mabry. Um, yes. Which is which, a thing. I know. And it's an annoying thing for me. Why? Patient share zero. Not oh, available you, in my Audible. It used right. to be. Ah. It used to be. Then they made. Then they. Then Amazon made me merge my Amazon and Audible accounts. And they shifted me to the UK Audible ah. stuff. And, we don't and have now it. it's not available for me anymore. Mm. Fuckers. Yeah. It's it's all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I do need to persevere with more of his books, actually. Um, it, his style didn't grab me as much as I expected it would, but he does write well. Um, huh. But in Bug Hunt, he writes one of the short stories. So I was expecting very great things from his short story. And it kind of... It's a bit weird because it just seemed to be getting going and then ended. And I was like, oh. I mean, there's short and then there's that. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it was well written up to that point. I was just a little disappointed with the structure of it, I think. Yeah. I was expecting more. Uh, but I did love uh, Scott's segment. I mean, I'm biased anyway, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not just because he's on our bloody promos and everything, saying how wonderful we are. Boz, good man, how are you? <coughs> and I'll, I'll wing a couple here for you. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's what you're going to get. Good day, sir. Um, nothing to do with that. <laughs> but <laughs> No, what I like is Scott approached it as he does everything. Um, and he is, by trade, a hard science fiction writer. So he he uses science, and he used exactly the same approach in writing about aliens and how they basically communicate. Um, yeah, which is a hypothesis on a fictional <laughs> a fictional creature. So I, I I guarantee you there'll be nerds on the internet going, "Well, I think you find aliens don't actually communicate like that. They're not real. <laughs> <laughs> They're not actually <laughs> co- communicating at all. Exactly." <laughs> Um, but he does cite his sources at the end of the story and stuff like that and just proves, look, I do my research and shit. So there you go. And it, I think it's really well written. I, the, the only thing is I kept looking in the short stories for, does this tie to this movie? Does this tie to that? Because some of them do and some of them <laughs> uh, tie to characters and then some of them have nothing to do with any of it. Yeah. But because some do, you're then constantly looking for a really clever tie-in. It's like, oh, that's Newt's great auntie. <laughs> Or something like that. <laughs> or something funnier. Now, because it's a collection of short stories, I've never listened to anything like that. 
is it the same narrator or is it different narrators? No, all different. All different. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. So when when written from a lady's perspective, they get a female voice in, you know, and they're all pretty good actually. There wasn't any performances in there that bugged me. No, mm. no. They were Excuse all the pun. Good. <laughs> or not? Right, fine. I thought that was funny. Never mind. <laughs> At least you, uh, did you say something? I didn't hear you. Sorry. Oh yeah, you're, you're siloning quite a bit. Oh, uh, my eyes. I said none of the voices bugged me. Excuse the pun. Ha. Ah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, better silent. <laughs> oh, it's funny a second time round. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> another film we watched for last time. Let's let's bring this back up. I've actually forgotten a lot about it oh, right <laughs> so this was a movie I that i was supposed to see at fright fest glasgow in february and because of snowmageddon and the beast from the east and the snowy bastard as we called it uh the film got cancelled and we would have been watching that about 11 11 30 p.m after ghost stories oh my god really yeah so Ooh. you know i'd have had a good night's sleep at least uh oh i just came <laughs> well ahead of it sorry <laughs> No, okay, the film is The Lodgers, which I was looking forward to. I thought the trailer made it look quite good. Um, Wait, The Lodgers? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Did you not watch it, Timo? Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I saw this. Yeah, you see, two weeks has gone yeah. by and you have forgotten it, which I think, unfortunately, <laughs> is ultimately the problem with this movie. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm I'm going to have to disagree. I I oh, really? enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Okay. You just got a terrible memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you go first, Timo? I have no memory of this movie. I don't want to go first. <laughs> I just remember us talking about it this before and you hating it and I was like, "Yeah, it's fine." Shall I read the summary and then see if that jogs your memory? Yeah, do that. Yeah. Okay. 1920 rural Ireland. Anglo-Irish twins Rachel and Edward share a strange existence in their crumbling family estate. Each night, the property becomes the domain of a senator, sinister presence, the Lodgers, which enforces three rules upon the twins. They must be in bed by midnight. They may not permit an outsider past the threshold. If one attempts to escape, the life of the other is placed in jeopardy. Which I think that's not right. Um, when troubled war veteran Sean returns to the nearby village, he is immediately drawn to the mysterious Rachel, who in turn begins to break the rules set out by the lodgers. The consequences pull Rachel into a deadly confrontation with her brother and with the curse that haunts them. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, it looked pretty. Mm -hmm. And they had some nice upside-down rain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there, I mean, the swimming pool was odd. I mean, I'm not sure if I was looking at properties, that's the direction I'd go. Um, probably a bit more light is good. Um, and maybe some stairs to get in. It's a bit, it's a bit perilous getting in and out of the pool, isn't it? So, um, a spoiler. <laughs> oh, now I know what you mean by that. I was going, where the fuck was the swimming pool? <laughs> like shit I've really forgotten about this <laughs> no that's not a spoiler I think it tells you within the first fucking five minutes <clears throat> yeah there's a weird trap door and it's got water in it at the bottom yeah. of the stairs in the middle of the house 
Yeah. Um, I've got to be honest, I really didn't retain information about plot, characters, anything when I watched this movie. It just, I, it failed to engage me, and I don't know why, because from a production performances, all that kind of point of view, you could score it pretty highly. Yeah. Um, but in terms of it being scary, uh, absorbing, interesting, in any way disturbing... It just didn't tick any of those boxes for me. And I I, I guess maybe my, my ADD or whatever, you, you've got to hook me in by one of those things for me to then pay attention to your movie enough. Or, or at least retain the information about it. Yeah, see, maybe that's why I kind of liked it. It was not a horror movie. Yeah. True. I think... Maybe I was looking for something it wasn't. I did that a little bit with The Secret of Marabone, but that sort of got me back towards the end. But this, I... I kind of saw what was behind it and where it could go and where it didn't go exactly where I thought it was going to go. It really wasn't far off the mark. So I'd kind of checked out early on it as well. Um, some cool effects. Str- yeah, yes, the eff- yeah, I love that walking up the stairs effect that they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a struggle. Um, if it had been on at 11.30 at night after a day of watching movies or whatever, there's absolutely no way I could have stayed awake mm. uh, to mm. watch it. It was That seems a very bad programming choice. Um, but, yeah, it was well made. The production design were awesome. Um, everybody in that department deserves plaudits for it hmm. I didn't know what it was going um, I didn't quite understand the curse um, yeah it was vague to, to, wasn't it yeah um, I don't know when um, Bobby watched it with me and I was just like huh and she was like well you've got to take your own interpretations from it and stuff and I was like I don't want that I'm just too stupid I spoon want, feed like, me <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> for the Wendy's out there <laughs> I don't I don't mind having to think about some movies and stuff but when it comes to horror movie I don't really want to think about horror movies I want a nice closure or something but um, yeah it's I wouldn't really recommend it to anyone unless they like a slow burn ghost-ish story hmm. kind of gothic style then okay watch it but you're not going to get anything special I don't think yeah so I don't like being down on it but it's, mm. I'm much in the same boat there I, I wanted to like it more going in and I wanted to like it more coming out <laughs> than I did um it's really yeah, because everything I liked about it. I like movies set in that kind of era when there's no cell phones and like mm. things like that, and you can't be giving them the oh, you should just do this or whatever. Um, that makes it a lot more interesting and keeps everything grounded. But uh, I don't know. It was an hour, what an hour and a half, mm. something like that. I can't find the running time on it. Uh, yeah, an hour thirty-two, and yeah. it really felt like it dragged. <laughs> I think for me anyway. Yeah, me um, too. The- yeah, that's weird. I'm I'm disagreeing with you on all of that hooking in and dragging on. I thought it was fine. I 
I was interested. I was entertained. Granted, there's not much of a plot, and what there is is weird. And it's not a horror movie. It's not scary. It's not gory. It's not. It's not a horror movie. But I thought it was interesting. Hmm. It was fine. <laughs> People are learning that if T Rex says something is fine, it's probably pretty good. <laughs> well, where would you place it on the scale, though, Mister Timo? Yeah, I mean, and then I'm going to give you the IMDb rating. So, where is it on the Fifty Shades of Death? <laughs> uh, Thirty-two. Okay, that's. That's potentially higher then. IMDb, it gets 5.1. It is an absolute <laughs> horror film. It's a complete audio spl- uh, audience splitter. Audio yeah. splitter? Um, yeah, so that's pretty accurate. I mean, if there, I, if there were four of us, I think we'd probably have two on one side of the fence <laughs> and two on the other, just because it's three. I, one of us had to fall one side, that was all. Um, uh, yeah, I want to say nice things about it, but that's other than oh it looked good mm. i mean that's yeah maybe that's, that's a really big th- maybe that's a thing that's pushing me over it was that it looked real good yeah because a lot of the stuff you make me watch don't look really good <laughs> <laughs> this is that ladies and gentlemen we make him watch yes <laughs> now i can't you see think that, i was though. here voluntarily <laughs> You're not a hostage here, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, it could no. be arranged. <laughs> That's true. I was in the basement for years. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's. I can see Timo's point. I mean, if you've only seen... Uh, the, the, I know you've seen more than this, but say you've seen 50 movies, and we know there's been some crap that we've watched and sat through. This is going to seem kind of on the, the higher-end scale. Hmm of the horror movie thing <laughs> yes I'm really good at talking um, <laughs> he does words but I, I can see where I can see where he's coming from um, if you watch a whole bunch of crap and then you watch this one you are going to go oh, that was really good mm. in comparison yeah, yeah. my but scale needs what? to be calibrated more yes that's why you need to come to a festival one time I keep every I, year I try God's I sake. know <laughs> you, you're going to have to have them move it forward or backward at least a month and a half. Oh, I'm sure that's fine. Yeah, just give them a call. After 18 years, I'm sure they'll do that for you. <laughs> yeah. If it means they can get the Finnish contingent in there, of course. <laughs> but it's fucking August. It's summer. It's when planes can actually land in your fair country because it's not 18 feet of snow. It's I mean, August. It's August. It's right after summer holidays when we're planning the rest of the year at work. Excuses. <laughs> it's like the busiest time I have at work. Shows where your commitments lie then, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, with food and shelter. <laughs> okay, I'll let you off. Um, so, anyway... So we had a weird uh, talk about screeners we've been sent. <laughs> we were sent this screener a while back, and I started watching it, and it was a com- a compendium of shorts, basically making up a movie, which is a popular thing to do right now uh, for distribution companies. They find good ones and stick them together. So I had been watching one on Amazon called Minutes to Midnight. 
not to be confused with 60 Minutes to Midnight, which is fucking terrible. Um, this Minutes to Midnight was another compendium of shorts. And the first short, uh, I was like called Never Separate Them or something like this. Uh, it's all right. But I watched that like a week before. Then I put this screener on. Uh, this screen is called Blood Clots. And uh, click play. And it was the same short as this other film, Minutes to Midnight. And I went, oh, uh, they've, it's got a different title then. So I told the guys and I said, yeah, look it up. They clicked the link and it had become a, you had to pay to rent it. The screener had expired. Uh, obviously, we'd been sitting on it too long. So Timo went ahead and rented it, didn't you? Yep, I watch did, because it? Yeah. it was not my Netflix at all. No. Uh, or, or your Amazon. It was It was on Amazon here. Uh, it wasn't no, shown well, there. No, so, it was nowhere. I was convinced this was the same compendium of shorts with a different title. So uh, <laughs> I looked into it. No, it ain't. It just happens that that short is actually in two compendium movies. So well done to whoever made that short, because uh, it's made the cut twice. Uh, but it did confuse the shit out of us. So... Uh, initially we had watched different compendiums uh, but then today I rented Blood Clots and I've watched it as well and I have to say I'm very glad I did fuck (laughs) (laughs) Um, it doesn't start great Um, it's quite interesting they give you like who made each all of the shorts and the titles before the first one plays which is a bit of an odd choice then we go into the first one um, now I haven't noted all the names because I'm terrible uh, but it basically starts with a girl she's sort of uh, trying to look for a safe place in a zombie apocalypse type setup and up to a certain point it's really good it's wonderfully lit it's really well shot uh, they've got the sort of post-apocalyptic feel down and it's quite good and then gets to a point where she has to talk and I unfortunately the performance lets it down I just if she stayed in sort of a, a muted running around making noises kind of a role that would have been great but I'm afraid just that performance really took me out of it so mm-hmm. when I was like oh god what have I got myself into it sort of gets towards the end of that short and then something happens to her and I just went ha, ha, that's actually quite good <laughs> and it sort of won me back <laughs> towards the end uh, I don't want to say what it is in case people watch it because uh, it'd be a bit spoilery uh, but it's got good like gore effects um not a very original idea by any stretch of the imagination. It's been done a bajillion times, but um, there, there was like a oh fuck moment, and I was like, it if they managed to get one of those in, do you remember that one, Tima? Yeah, I think I remember the first one. The mm. yeah, running away from the zombies, and yeah, I I agree. When I when she started talking, that's yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's wrong with her talking? <laughs> it's just the acting. It was just so... She was okay. Try, you know when someone's just trying so hard, and he, you, the, the way you describe it is, look over there, she is acting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God, they're eating her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a bit try too hard. Yeah. Uh, and not come off natural. Is the, is the sort of thing. Okay. Um, so then the second part is the film that's also in Minutes to Midnight, which is two guys find a house in the woods. One of them is, seems to be going there intentionally. He's got like a bag with a present in it and looks through the window and there's a couple there and he's like, oh, they're probably just 
you know, having hot chocolate and blah, blah, blah. And no, they're not. Something more <laughs> sinister is going on. And that is really well performed. It has some pretty good prosthetics. Uh, weirdly, it has an opening scene that it doesn't have in Minutes to Midnight. Huh. Yeah. The guy sitting in the chair, that bit isn't in it in the other one. So oh, it's really? sort of like an extended cut. So that was quite cool. Ah. Uh, it has one kill in it, uh, which obviously, you know, like most short films, they you only have so much budget when you make a short, and you normally have one, if it's a horror short, there's normally one big effects bit that you get to do, isn't there? So mm. it sort of builds up to that. That's the bit they focus on. If they're going to do any CG, that's where they do it. And they do it in this, and unfortunately it's a kill that's been done. Um, granted by a studio on a major, you know, budget release film. Um, and arguably, I say these guys do it better. I really liked it, but it's been done. And that was the problem. The mm. only problem. And the fact that it didn't really make sense at the end. But that's short films for you. Anything <laughs> to say on that one? Yep. <laughs> You're just full of praise for this. <laughs> no, actually, I, uh, I found the I found some synopses of all the bits, okay, all the small ones, and I was reading through it. And yeah, uh, I wasn't I wasn't that big a fan of the second one, but hmm. yeah, I thought it was I don't know campy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a problem? I don't know, not really, but it was it's it was weird. It was not I thought it wasn't Okay, the thing the okay. <laughs> the thing that bugged me the most was I don't think it was I don't want to say reasonable, but the plot was not like believable. I know I'm saying that about a horror short, mm. so that take that. But you know, it's yeah. And it was, the, it was the tonally end, odd, wasn't it? Yes. The ending was just no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was hard to talk about without sort of going to specifics, but I, I think mm. I know what you mean in that they had a certain tone to it, and it was neither one thing nor the other so it jarred a little bit I, I think that's probably where they got it a little bit wrong but yeah um yeah it made two short compendiums so people clearly liked it yeah so uh going on to part three uh which is called was it full moon or blue moon blue moon i like this one to a point <laughs> uh, there's quite a few of these are british actually which i also liked um this one was it's like starts with a creepy guy with a camera and you're like oh here we go it's found footage and he's like here we are in Essex and we're going out we and all we're gonna go and film uh, one of our lovelies in Dogging in the Park <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like you have my attention sir <laughs> and basically he's got this Romanian young lady who's extremely attractive and he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go go over the lights. Yeah. And there's all cars parked in a circle and people are doing things in the cars. And then she's like in the middle there and he's like, oh, go and take your top off. And then it goes a bit bats from there in a horror type way. Um, 
<laughs> it wasn't brilliant because they clearly, again, didn't have budget. Uh, with a bit more money, it could have been a lot more fun. I like the setup. I like what they did. Um, they tried to be funny. Uh, a lot of the puns kind of fall flat. They're not really puns, but bits that could have been really funny um, mm-hmm. come across a bit too skeevy and then are not funny. But I think yeah, okay. I think in with a bit more thought and a bit more writing and a bit more money, it could be a really interesting concept. Um, I, I, I can't think of a film that follows the world of CD camcorder underworld porn that turns into a horror movie. Uh, I think that's a market that could very well be tapped. <laughs> Excuse the pun. <laughs> oh God! I just find it funny that that's a, that's a market you think of. <laughs> like, that's a whole genre of movies that people will die to see. <laughs> like, make two movies and you're done with the whole genre. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, but horror—they're always looking for. Okay, right, here's an example. We were on the train going to London yesterday, and the train stopped before going into the station. And I looked across to the train tracks, and there was this, these slabs of stone, like long slabs of stone, with a couple of upright slabs of stone either side. And I looked across at that, and I just said to Lavinia, that's a really weird place to bury someone. Uh, <laughs> thinking she'd laugh, right? And she just looks at me like, no. <laughs> it, 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 it was a joke. I said, you know what? You could build a whole horror film around that concept. Why is there a grave between four railway tracks leading into central London? You know, if someone's listening and they want to run with that, go for it. But you, you could, you know what I mean? Send so, us a screener. And, and you just think, you look at something, you think, that's not been done before. And in, in terms of horror, that's what you're always looking for. Oh, no one's done this yet, have they? <laughs> well, I guess these, these short short collections work on that. Like mm. really well, you don't you don't want you can't make. I don't think you can make a eighty minute movie out of that. But fifteen minutes, yeah, fine. Well, it depends how much actual porn you put in it because you could then play to two <laughs> markets. But... Well, yeah, but then you're talking about a three hour marathon, and that's not you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, then, then we get into the very muddy grounds of our whole TP debate that we had. No, not going there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then part four is a mother cooking dinner for a small child who drops his ball. It goes to the top of the creepy cellar. Um, and then something makes the ball fall down the stairs. And the kid goes after the ball and thinking, yeah, yeah, I've seen this. It's called something like dinner time or... Time to eat. Time, time to, eat, yeah. to eat. Yeah. Uh, again, a bit weird. Some cool effects. Uh, but not really much substance to it as a as a short. The this last is like shot, painful the last... people listening. <laughs> Can't say yeah. anything about them. I know, but this had the last shot. The last shot was real good. Yeah, you like that? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Right. So let's get past that one to number five. Now, um, as you find often with these horror compendiums, there's normally one that's a bit cheekily long. It's it's like that bit longer than all the others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And part five is that for this movie. And to be honest, I was begrudging how much money I had to spend to rent this. Uh, I thought it was a bit of a fucking cheek considering how much some things on iTunes are. But, you know, yeah. I thought in for a penny. 
you know, Timo had to do it. Why shouldn't I? And uh, I, I, I feel like my money was well spent by the end of it. So, and, and, and this is the part that redeems it for me. Part five is called Helifish. No, that's part six. Oh, uh, what? Have I missed one? Yeah, still. <laughs> you missed still, one oh, of my I favorites. still. You see, it was so good, I didn't make any notes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, uh, team, well, I'll take that one still, away. Still is one of my favorites. Mm. It's a zombie apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse apparently just broke out. In Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> it's another British one. And it centers around a living statue and yeah. his thoughts as a voiceover. Mm. And him trying to be very still in front of the, all the zombies eating other people. And the zombies not realizing that he's alive. And other living mm. statues trying to get away. And, and I, thought it was, I thought it was funny. I yeah. liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Again, an original idea. Somebody clearly yeah. walked past one of those living statues, saw it go boo and scare someone, and thought, "Ah, oh, how would he? How would he fare if he was surrounded by flesh-eating zombies?" <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah, then we get to Hellyfish. Yeah, Hellyfish. Uh, this had a budget. Either that, or whoever made it works in video effects and thought, "I'm going to make a short, and I'm going to do all the effects myself." And save yourself a shit ton of money. Because there's yeah. quite a lot of CG in this. And it's really fucking good. Considering it's uh, a low budget short production. Okay. <laughs> <It is. laughs> and I, I love it. We were talking earlier about the one that didn't set the tone properly. This one set the tone really well. It was... What I would say about this is... Take Piranha 3D. Give it one tenth of the budget. But all of the charm <laughs> it's yeah. like it achieves the same feel of over the top stupidness um and killer jellyfish uh some mutated to a rather hilarious size <laughs> um set it on a starting on an idyllic beach setting <laughs> as the day goes on um and just more and more jellyfish appear and shit starts happening and it had an awesome opening title sequence like it plays out like a full movie this short does it's what, what was it 10 minutes 12 15 maybe i don't know well, two and a half enough. hours it felt like no oh come on <laughs> it's got this sort of green screen sort of background effect feel to it mixed with the beach stuff and i it's it's a bit kung fury in places in style <laughs> Yeah, it's Over clearly made characters. on a shoestring budget, and it's just—it's the kind of movie I don't enjoy at uh, all. Like Piranha, Sharknado. I'm not a fan of that ilk. And Boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was fine for what it was, but it's just not for me. Yeah. Well, you're just wrong. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> It made me chuckle several times, and they were just, they set bits up like, oh, I'm going to rescue you, and then <laughs> their way of, like, not making it too long is just this this bit that could turn into a, a difficult rescue from some scary jellyfish. As the person runs across, they just CG a huge jellyfish, go across the screen, and eat them on the way past. Done. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I loved it. I love the production values. Uh, I would, I would watch a full-length version of that. 
<laughs> get on at asylum. <laughs> oh, they're gonna make it, aren't they? And you're yeah. gonna make me. And you're gonna make me watch it. I bet you. I bet you out there somewhere there's an Indiegogo go go running for a feature length version of that movie. <laughs> but I can see that like probably played really well at festivals in their shorts packages. Um, I, I can see a festival audience just lapping that up. Because if you make a festival audience laugh, they will rate your movie highly. I, I find generally, if you get the tone right. I mean, look yeah. at Fist of Jesus for crying out loud. <laughs> did make me think of well it was the one they made before that um i can't remember what it was called but that was set on a beach uh i wouldn't be surprised if that was some kind of inspiration for this in some way or another but uh yeah oh brutal relax that's what it was called so the guy has really high heart blood pressure and he's told go and relax so he goes to the beach to relax and all these like um alien sort of mermen type things come out the sea and start killing everyone on the beach and he just starts decking them nice <laughs> worth a look go and see yeah, like, you'll find it on YouTube probably it's uh, it's really good made by some mad Spanish guys uh, yeah so part 6 was Charlie something can't remember the title again The Call of Charlie The Call of Charlie which I, I only like now this. which I only now realise it's what he was referring and what he was supposed to be <laughs> I didn't realize. Well, I thought the it was just didn't give it away. No, because he's missing wings. He's the wrong color. He's <laughs> he's about I don't know the tenth of his actual size, and people are not going insane. Does that actually count? Call of Cthulhu as horror? Yeah, well, I have so a book it's report. Lovecraft, isn't it? So I have a book report. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I listened to Call of Cthulhu. I forgot oh, did about you now? that. I did. Ah. It was weird. Yeah. It was strange, but I kind of enjoyed it. I enjoy that okay. kind of storytelling, the like journals, reading through journals. It's very. Uh, someone else who did, like, uh, the what was the zombie thing? World War Z. Mm. That book did it really well as well. The movie, mm. not so much, but the book was really well. That just reading past reports, I like that kind of storytelling. And I'm sorry, Call movie. Of... There, there is no movie. They've, they've <laughs> not made the movie of that. Book right, yet. right. That was the fever dream. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they'd make that movie though. Or maybe so do I. <laughs> a... oh, no, actually, make it a, like an HBO show. Just one episode is single yeah. story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I live in hope of that. I really do. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, the short call of Charlie yes. is Charlie, who is, you know, cleverly named actually Cthulhu, is in a, a friend shirt. of in, in a <laughs> shirt, and some his friends are throwing a dinner party party and trying to get Charlie to, I guess, hook up with another friend of theirs. Oh, it's set up like a a couple are throwing a dinner party and it's a blind date. So they're setting up one friend with another and one yeah. friend is Charlie, who is Cthulhu in a shirt. Yeah. And then two and uninvited friends turn up. Yeah, one of them is immensely racist. Yes. For no reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would you be afraid of or angry at Cthulhu? He's done nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Cthulhu did nothing wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything more about it. But this was my favorite, maybe my favorite of the all of the stories. 
It was my second favourite. Hmm. There's no topping Helifish, but it, um, <laughs> they had some really nice touches to it because it was clearly a you know, latex mask thing they'd used, but then they used some nice little CG stuff to sort of animate him a bit and make it creepier. Um, and I loved it when he did... It's like, does he talk? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the first time he does talk, it's just like, I'm going to go to the kitchen to see if anything's broken. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, uh, I want to say more, but we can't. No, so. no. But <laughs> just even just for this one, you should watch the whole thing. Yeah, I'm a Definitely. big fan of these collection of short movies. Because mm. I've seen it's good. I think I saw VHS and I saw Holidays and what else have we? The ABCs. Yeah, I'm a big fan of these because. For me, I'm like you. I need somebody. Something needs to grab my grab my attention, or the iPad is going on. Mm. And these are just short enough to let me watch one and be entertained and not get bored with it or distracted. And then it's over, and the next one starts. And I'm oh, and I'm going oh, what's this then? Yeah. I mean, I I've always said that the short form is great for horror because some horror concepts don't. They don't last beyond a short form. Uh, so I, I've always been a big fan of these. I know people who hate them. Hmm. Um, but anyway. Now, um, now I just want to see more movies with, with Charlie the Charlie Cthulhu in. Yeah. I just want to see him like fill out his taxes or something. <laughs> <laughs> just make Office with Cthulhu in it. Well, if anybody wants to see this, it's available to rent on Vimeo, and from August 3rd it was available on Amazon, but it's not on UK Amazon, so I presume that's only in the States, but if you do want to watch it here, yeah, you can get it through Vimeo, so uh, it's, I I personally think it's a, it's a tad overpriced for a rental, uh, I would put mm-hmm. the price point a bit lower, perhaps look for that, but um, I, 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 just, I, I don't regret spending the money, I have to say, so... I had a giggle with it. That's good, Dan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you, October Coast, for sending us that one. Um, right now, <laughs> next weekend. Now. Have you had a look yet, Gogsy? What about what's happening next weekend? Mm. No. Oh, okay. Because I don't. I don't like to talk about next weekend. <laughs> you normally watch half the movies s- before I do, and actually most of it them makes are me available. Sad. <laughs> oh, really? There's loads of them on the list that you could just go and watch now. Oh wow! So, yeah. Okay, then maybe I, maybe I have to do that then. Yeah. But no, I try not to because it makes me sad. Yeah. Well, I, that's I, not good then. I mean, you, we know I try not to because I don't want to know anything about the movies I'm going to watch because sometimes a synopsis yeah. or a picture can actually spoil. Something about that. The more ignorant I am of a movie, the more I tend to enjoy it, especially with horror. So, yes, it's Fright Fest next weekend, ladies and gentlemen, starting on Thursday through to Monday. Uh, awesome looking lineup on the surface, but as I said, not read any synopses. There are some films I knew about that were coming. So, we've got Boar, which is about a killer wild boar. <laughs> Going to be awesome. Uh, we've got Heretics, uh, which is Paul. Oh, God, names, names. Um, did Howl and used to do special effects and I walked past him once in Nottingham oh god damn it anyway yeah so his new movie Heretics which we've been waiting for a while that's about witches 
that looks really good uh there's also um we had the great scrum for discovery screening tickets yesterday and they're playing tigers are not afraid again which as i said uh as yet unassailable as film of the year for me i have no idea when this is going to actually get a damn release because it's been on festival circuit for so long i'm hoping it gets it before the end of the year um but if that's not a cinema run in every country something went really wrong uh it's on a discovery screening. I've already seen it. This is a massive scrum for tickets. You know, I thought, you know what? I'm not much as I want to be there again and hear another Q and A with um, Isa Lopez. Lopez. Um, I I thought that's not just not fair. There's so many people who, who will have heard how well it went down in February and are going to want to see it. If we start doing double ups, that's just not fair on everyone else. So I didn't do it. Um, not trying to sound like a superhero. I just think you know you look at the screen size and you're like that's not a lot of tickets and there's a lot of people who want to see it um mm-hmm. one i did manage to get though which i'm really looking forward to and it's a tough one because the film it's i'll be missing on the main screen i've heard good things about so it's a bit of a sacrifice but they've made a documentary about fright fest itself and uh, i think it's a bit no hold no holds barred because they didn't want just a self-aggrandizing oh, look at wonderful festival we've been running for 18 years and how wonderful we all are they, i think they wanted like if you're gonna film us making this like it's warts and all so i imagine there'll be clips of them swearing at each other arguing over movies to put in the schedule and uh, for me it's, i'm just interested in the process of how they put the festivals together each year um yeah and they're such a funny bunch of guys like i really just want to see behind the curtain a little bit so i'm pretty chuffed to get a ticket to that and there's actually a film this year called fright fest <laughs> Ah, and so that's not the same. See, I wasn't sure if that was a documentary or not. No, no. Okay. Fright Fest is a film about a festival of fright. <laughs> there you <laughs> An go. American production. Um, I don't think they called it that just for, well, you know, Fright Fest have to play our movie now. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. But from what I've seen of trailers, I did see a trailer for that one, uh, somewhat unavoidably. Um, but I've heard that it's a good one if you want to play a drinking game. Uh, uh-huh. if you don't mind a bit of alcohol poisoning and you have to take a drink every time they say the words fight fest <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so that could be a giggle <coughs> it could be yeah um, and there was one other there was another disco screening I went for um, Wolfman Got Nard no not interested but no really I've never seen Monster Squad <laughs> what <laughs> I know, right? How weird. What? You've never seen Monster Squad? Well, more to the point, I didn't see Monster Squad when I should have done, when it had the impact on everybody else I know like it should have done on me. I missed the boat. And if I watch it years later, it's just not going to have that special place in my heart like it does for all my friends. So sometimes you just have to admit, yeah, I missed the boat on that one and I'm never going to be on it. (laughs) You should still watch it, though. I know, but... I mean, docos, I don't tend to... I don't really like watching documentaries at something like Fright Fest. Uh, he says the man who went to see the Kane Hodder documentary last year is going to see the Fright Fest one this year. But, yes, uh, it's not something I <laughs> seek out. <laughs> yeah. There will be exceptions. Uh, okay. There's the Arrow Video podcast, which you can see being recorded live, and um, uh, with Sam Ashurst, who is a very nice man, and his co-host, who I can't remember. Uh, they... Um, don't get me going to watch them because I'm jealous that I'm not doing that. So that's that one. Ah, that was the other one. Uh. <laughs> the other one, disco screening I'm going to see is called Black Sight. Uh, 
which I don't know much about. Uh, but last weekend, I met a fellow uh, DDP yoga training instructor. who is a martial arts teacher and somebody who goes to his school and I think teaches a particularly deadly martial art there uh, also mm-hmm. works in films and he is in this film Black Sight uh, I would not have looked at it twice otherwise uh, he just happened to mention he said oh I think it's getting its premiere in like Leicester Square next weekend I'm thinking or in two weeks time like that's Fright Fest what's the film called looked it up sure enough it's on the Fright Fest billing so I said right I'm gonna go see that Apparently he's really easy to spot. He's the really tall one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's the other one I've got. I'm going to go check out. Uh, the other thing I'm doing, I keep banging on about my um, instructory thing. I am now a qualified DDP yoga level one instructor. Bam! I love the delay reaction there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing it for applause. No. Uh, so that's why I've been so busy and we haven't been able to do so many podcasts. It's taken a lot of time and energy to get to that point. Um, but it got me thinking, Fright Fest is a lot of time sitting in a chair. And uh, I thought, yeah, I'll, be, I'll do some stretching out, I think. Just there's Leicester Square there with the park. I thought, hold a minute. So I put a post on the Fright, on the Fright Fest Facebook group said right each day i'm gonna go outside and i'm gonna do a 10 minute stretching workout just a standing up one uh if anyone wants to join me uh be most welcome i've had 46 responses jesus <laughs> oh, wow i'm like we're gonna need a bigger park <laughs> i mean awesome uh, we all know 46 responses are probably equate to about 10 or 15 people coming out um and plus i've had to base it on the main screen timings for films and the uh-huh. breaks therein. of course discovery screens are running at the same time as does the day pass holder screen run at, uh, slightly behind. Just as, yeah. Unless I stood out there missing films myself and did two or three a day, I couldn't offer it to everybody. But mm. I am going to do one a day for the whole day, so Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Four days. Um, yeah, and I'll mix it up a bit each day. So hopefully those who want to do it can come and just, yeah, just stretch the hips, the back, the legs, the arms out a bit. Um, it's really good for that so <laughs> I'll try and get some video or maybe I might go live actually <laughs> one of the days <laughs> see see how we go very cool yeah so looking forward to that can't wait super excited and SJ uh, bless her is making gluten free muffins oh mm. for me bless her <laughs> isn't that nice yeah. and apparently she, she, she did say would you like black glitter on the muffins I said yeah I want glittery poo and i have a super special t-shirt that i've had printed that i I haven't decided which day i'm wearing it yet but that 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 will be revealed on the facebook videos that we do if you're not in the little pod of horrors group therapy facebook group where you can see our live videos from things like fright fest and get the first reactions to the films we're seeing then go and join that does anyone else have anything else they want to talk about I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Why are there only five movies on a Sunday night? That's weird. Because uh, it finishes early? Because of karaoke? I don't know. Oh, really? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everyone goes to the Phoenix for karaoke. Well, everyone tries to go to the Phoenix for karaoke. Roughly a third of the people who want to get in manage to. 
I thought that was like after the Monday night events. No, that's the after party where they also do unofficial karaoke because they just put songs on and everyone just sings along with microphones. But they actually have the proper karaoke set up on the Sunday night. Ah, but it's a it's a a scrum to get in there. I've never tried personally. Yeah, I might get roped into it this year, but we'll see. I that us- must be a relatively new thing. I usually take Sunday night as an opportunity to get home a little bit earlier and just sneak half an yes. hour's more sleep because I'm so dead by then. Oh, no, definitely. It's a nice thing to get a few hours extra kip. Yeah, and I'm going to be super late yeah. back on Thursday. But the last film on Thursday is made by the guys who made Turbo Kid. So there's no Ooh. way I'm skipping out on that one. <laughs> so um, I'm going to be starting the weekend with a sleep deficit. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I shouldn't click on things, so sorry. I just clicked on the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Yes. And saw that it has Sam Elliott in it. That's yeah. going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> it looks really good. I saw the yes. title of it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just like, no, what is that? So, oh, it'll just be worth it for Sam Elliott, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah, so I've... I'm going to have to look that up and see what I can find over here. Mm. Well, I've seen a few uh, posts from our American compadres in the horror community who've been saying, oh, I've just watched this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm seeing that at Fright Fest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, I think you can see that already. Might be wrong. Okay. I don't know. I'll look it up and see what I can find for free, first of all. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm cheap. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm a cheap ass bastard. Um, I did watch one other movie. Oh, cool! Go for it. Um, again, kept in the same um, screener land, um, and this one is actually already out because uh, it came out last week, hmm. uh, the fourteenth, and came out video on demand, and then it's coming out on DVD on November sixth. Um, it's called the grandson, um, or grandson, which I thought was one word, but they've got it split to be the grandson. Okay. Um, and it's the got the guy from the purge, the first purge in it. You know the kind of posh dude, the main leader, uh, at the house that tries to. Break oh, into Smiley, Smiley, Smilex, Smiley. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, it has him in it. Um, and uh. I want to know if Duncan has watched this and then he can explain to me what I'm missing um, because it's it's not really a horror it's more of a thriller but it's very slow boil one hmm. and it kept reminding me of oh this is dragging on just like that neon demon thing was ah, okay. and this <laughs> is this is weird it's not as weird as the neon demon um but it's basically this guy Todd and his sister are going to live with their grandmother in this big mansion and I'm assuming they're having financial difficulties Um, and the grandmother was an old Hollywood actress Mm. Um, I guess she was pretty big Um, and they are and she now has a home shopping network or a home shopping show on a network um, which is kind of going down the tubes so I'm guessing they're having money issues or they're trying to work out how to keep the show going or keep grandma working um and it's just very strange i mean again shot very well there's obviously money behind it mm. there's not really 
this weird um kind of how oh, I was going to say it, I don't know. It's the characters are very strange. Um I'm assuming that's intentional. I don't know if it's because they're supposed to be oh look we have we come from money so we're kind of elitist or snobby that way um or entitled but it's it's interesting um i really don't know how to rate it or anything it's (laughs) very yeah it's if you see it i mean there's worse things to watch but there's a lot better things to watch um it's not the poster makes it look like it's going to be a lot gorier maybe um, than it really is. Mm. Um, there's not very much of a gore side in it or a kind of gross out thing like the Neon Demon has a couple of moments. A couple of amazing but moments. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. But yeah, it was very, very strange. I would. I don't think I would normally have watched this had we not been sent it. Mm. But I don't know, it'd be interesting to see if anybody else finds it and sees it because um, it's got a couple of reasonable named stars in it so mm. okay um, so yeah the grandson or the grandson cool I say I'm not sure why it's called the grandson anyway yep I watched that Timo anything else I watched the mansion because you said it was good I was just about to mention that <laughs> it was not good <laughs> Oh, piss off. <laughs> it was bad. It was not bad. It was bad in every way. Oh. The mansion? Yeah. It's a French horror movie, comedy horror movie. And oh, yeah. the thing that was different about it was uh, they're all first-time stars because they're all YouTube sensations. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about this. Yeah. And I found it just it just out of nowhere, no fanfare, what, nothing informed me, but I just noticed it was on Netflix in the UK the other day. I was like, oh, I should watch this, it's fun. And Timo hates it. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Why is it awful? There was nothing good about it. Okay, the guy <laughs> with the beard and okay, the briefcase. Fine. There was one good thing about that movie. But he carries the whole... He's brilliant. He's, he's one of the yeah. best characters for ages. Yeah, fine. He's one of the... Yeah. He's good, but everything else was just awful and bad. I even okay. wanted the dog to die. What? That's how bad it was. <laughs> Timo, you can't say things like that. When you watch this movie, you tell me you don't want the dog to a, die. He's a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> We're going to get mailed. <laughs> you might. It might be Festival Brain again. I think we watched it at... I think it was Night of the Dead. <clears throat> I saw this. Um, and it went down a storm there. Hmm. And even the, you know, the guys I go to Night of the Dead with are some of the harshest critics I've ever met. And they all seem to pretty much like it. So I'm kind of surprised at that. But it might have been Festival Brain and Night of the Dead is through the night, so it might have been three in the morning when I watched it, so I could have been a bit delirious. So I think I do, I want Lavinia to watch it because I think she'll like it. So I think we'll, I'll have a rewatch and see if I reevaluate my love for it. But I always yeah, feel a bit yeah. Yeah, conscious because I, go, I go online and go, hey, everybody watch this movie, it's amazing. No, it's all right, actually. <laughs> uh, I just hated every character. Well, everyone except the, the one guy, but. Every character just 
I wanted them to die. But then, don't then they? they did. Yeah, <laughs> yes. A lot of them do. But That's... in a boring way. Because oh. <laughs> yeah. sometimes you're supposed to feel that way about characters in horror movies. I know, but uh, I just had a visceral reaction to few of the personalities and. Ugh. <laughs> I, I would have turned to murder if I was stuck there with them. <laughs> I'm angry now. <laughs> no house parties with Timo. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> yes, I wish I'd known that before I stayed in a log cabin next to a lake with you. Fucking hell. <laughs> and there was like six of us. He could have picked us off one by one. Left one in the sauna, one under the barbecue, one yeah. in the hot tub at the front. It would have taken us at least half a day to notice that some of us were missing. <laughs> and he was cooking a huge lump of meat in the oven for like two days. I'm like, oh, it's all coming oh, yeah. together now. Shit. <laughs> you think that was you think think that horror was movie all over it? Let's <laughs> <sighs> oh, just there you go. Next time. This is your next horror movie. Well, you missed a trick. I mean, you know, I've survived that one. It's not going to happen again now. <laughs> True colours are out. <sighs> All How right, many fine. Friends... Cabin in the woods. I'll make it a home invasion then. <laughs> <laughs> and if that fails, a ghost movie. How many other friends did you take to that cabin? <laughs> that reminds me of another film I just watched. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was it? Oh, yes! Tebow! Yes! <laughs> Funnily, that's what made me think of it. Um, I watched Lake Bottom. Oh, wasn't it awful? Uh, yes and no. What <laughs> was good about it? And don't say boobs. Well, th- there was boobs? Did I miss boobs? Yeah. Because boobs. Yeah, for like oh, half, a, half a second. Oh, okay. Um, it's a finished yeah, movie, I mean, there's boobs. I didn't hate it as much as you because I didn't have the expectations going in that you had. Yeah, you didn't. You're not. It's not a part of your cultural zeitgeist, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I didn't have a problem with the fact there's a kid who's obsessed with the murders and goes back to the place they happen to. I don't know. What did he want? He was going to reenact it, wasn't it, to try and work it out so he could solve it where no one else had, and then yes, stuff starts happening. Yeah. It does lose it a bit towards the end. Um, I didn't hate it. So. I just wanted a movie about the actual murders and not a millennial going to the place where it happened and taking selfies. Mm. Yeah. That's what made me think of it, though, because when they get to the end of the driveway, and they're like, oh, it's here, and they're just driving down roads with tall pine trees, and there's this entrance thing. I'm thinking, that looks so familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> that's the feeling we had as we don't to that log cabin. We're like, are we going to come out of here alive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a long drive on a on a dusty road, wasn't it? Into <laughs> yeah. the woods. <laughs> cabin in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I didn't hate it. I, but it's a perfectly good sort of. I, I'd give it probably about thirty-two or thirty-four mm. on the scale. But yeah, it wasn't too bad at all. Uh, so before we get out of here, the last thing I want to talk about, because uh, this is just my impression, uh, there is a new John Carpenter Halloween movie coming up. Have you guys watched the trailer? No. No. Are you going to? I don't know. I'm on two minds about it. I wouldn't. Avoid it. Okay. Avoid <laughs> it if you can. 
because I just want to explain my position on this because um, having seen the trailer, I'm like, mm-hmm. it looks weird. Okay. Uh, it basically, John Carpenter's basically like, I made Halloween. It was amazing. Everything else was shit. So Halloween 2 didn't happen. And anything beyond that also, therefore, didn't happen. So this basically carries okay. on from the original Halloween movie. And oh. it's got Jamie Lee in it and et cetera, et cetera. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, th- th- there's some Probably. bits in the trailer already that make me go, why the fuck have you done that? And for this is John Carpenter directing, so I'm like, these must have reasons. But there's absolutely uh-huh. nothing in the trailer that makes me want to see that movie. I am 100% meh about it. Which is potentially a good thing because I'm going to go in with the lowest expectations possible. So if it's remotely good, I'm going to come out happy. But everyone else seems to be so excited about it and I'm like, I don't get it. It looks like it looks bad. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to watch the trailer now. Ah, oh, okay. Fine, fair enough. <laughs> Just, well, I have to. <laughs> now that you said that, not to say I'll actually go to the movies to watch it. Because he still scares me. Yeah, see, it depends on your relationship with the first property as well. Because Halloween never grabbed me. I was never that impressed by it. And it never scared me. Because I saw it so late into being a horror fan. I never saw Uh it in the formative years where it managed to have such an effect on other people. Um, Which is a bit of a shame. No, I've never seen it. Oh, dude. Make it a priority, seriously. I just looked it up. It's not... I I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. Ah, I mean, much as I love Finland, but sometimes Finland sucks. <laughs> I know. Uh, Must be on iTunes I or mean, Amazon all or something. This, all all this fiber and nothing to stream. Dude, I have it on DVD. I will rip it and send you a copy. <laughs> it's like, I, I, at this point, I don't give a fuck about the legalities. People have, like, you, how how is it that broadband connection in Finland is a human right access to the original Halloween should be a fucking human right before that ever was seriously (laughs) classic cinema rights for the people (laughs) it's gotta be on there somewhere fuck you can probably find it on YouTube that's true surely surely someone's done it just as long as it's not fucking dickheads one oh don't be so mean him Excuse me? Look, you might not like Rob Zombie's films, but he is not a dickhead. I will not have that on my show. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> he made it, though, so I can call him that. Um, yes, I apologize, then. <laughs> but I do not like that movie. Okay. No time for that at all. I didn't hate the first one, but the second one can, can die in a fire, in all honesty. I really didn't enjoy the second one. Um, ah, there's, there's also uh, Three from Hell is coming as well. Which is a sequel to The Devil's Rejects, which I think is possibly Zombie's best film. That or House of a Thousand Corpses. It's certainly his best property is that. What's that family called? I can't remember. Oh, God. I haven't seen all of Devil's Rejects. Uh, I mean, because Devil's Rejects. It was putting me off. It what? It just. Uh, I didn't like the style. Um, so I think that was kind of. I just I I didn't like it. I that was I was uncomfortable watching it. That, that exact, but that's like that's what that film is. It, it's yeah. it's one of those. 
you shouldn't be comfortable watching this movie because they're such horrible horrible people it, it's one of those movies where okay and this is the criticism we always have of zombie that all his films are this dusty sweaty greasy you want to have a bath when you finish watching it they all have that same feel and he's not very good at giving you any likable characters but the thing with the devil's rejects is you're not supposed to like them any of them there are no good guys in that movie everything about it is uncomfortable yeah except maybe you know danny trejo's in it he's always good <laughs> was this the firefly family that's it the firefly family yeah they're bastards and um yeah i i like house of a thousand corpses and obviously devil's rejects the sequel to that and now the next one's coming out as well uh i also like devil's rejects because diamond dallas page is in it I actually saw a thing online the other day. Is does he ha- does does Dallas have a cameo in Three from Hell? It's like oh, I don't think so because they they soundly killed his character. <laughs> so, I think spoiler, <gasps> spoiler. Yeah, hey, you should see that film. Anyway. It's good. T Bear would hate it. <laughs> yeah, from the looks of it, I would. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so we were talking about something else. Uh-huh. I just derailed it completely onto Devil's Rejects. What were we talking about? Halloween. Oh yeah, Halloween. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, yeah. I, I I sort of saw an article today which I very quickly tried to skip past. And it was something like why it's almost a masterpiece, and I'm like, ah, oh, oh, come on, don't want to know. Don't tell us stuff yet. It's not out till bloody. It's probably it's out in September like, or something, isn't it? Like, it's got to be out in time for bloody Halloween. Yeah, surely. But wouldn't you wait until um, Halloween? <laughs> well, it says October. I don't know what oh, the official release okay. date is. Um, so, so someone has seen it and said that it is close to being a masterpiece. Or were they talking about the original? Ah, uh, well, you see, this is it. I I skipped past it. Okay. So, if they're saying John Carpenter's Halloween is almost a masterpiece, well, that could refer to the original Halloween. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I don't think anybody's October seen it. October nineteenth. October October 9th like why (laughs) would you not have it drop on Halloween and blow up the box office or are they hoping to get enough buzz that tells me they think they've got a good movie on they release it that much earlier so by the time Halloween comes around all anybody wants to do is go and see that film that everybody's buzzing about maybe Um, well because yeah because October 19th is a Friday so that's really two weekends so you've got that weekend the next weekend and then Halloween Mm. hmm Interesting. It's a ballsy move, I guess. I wonder who gets it first. Uh, I don't know. It just says it's October 19th and uh, the uh, USA. Mm. Uh, oh, it's worldwide. Ah. Um, it ca- um, so, let's see. Uh, Canada gets uh, Canada gets it at the Toronto International Film Festival right. in September. Ah. Um, Australia, Portugal, Singapore, and the big market Slovakia <coughs> get it on the 18th of October. Yeah. Bul- Bulgaria, Canada, Finland, UK, Sweden, USA all get it on the 19th. France, Argentina, Ger- France gets it 24th. Argentina, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Italy get it on the 25th. 
Estonia, Spain, Lithuania, Norway get it on the 26th, and Hong Kong gets it on the 31st. Uh, any other business, gentlemen? Oh, I don't believe so. No, nope, I'm spent. <laughs> and I'm done. Ooh, Predator. There's a new Predator movie coming. Is there? Yeah. Yes, there is. It's looking awesome. And it's written by Shane Black. Yes. Yes. I don't think there was a... I've watched a trailer or anything, but I've seen screenshots. Uh, I don't know if there's a trailer out yet. If there's two trailers, I only watch the first one. The second one shows you something you probably don't want to see yet. I'm a bit annoyed about it. Oh, I don't I want to see it yet. I don't want to see any trailers. I want to no, go in blind. Just, yeah, I would. Uh, but the... It, it looks pretty badass. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping it's going to be a return to form for the franchise because, let's face it, we haven't had one for a while. <laughs> so, Did you not like Predators? It was okay, but it was yeah. it wasn't enough Predators for me. Um, there were so many Predators. Yes, but so sparse throughout the movie. Yeah, all right. They were sort of all at the end, is my thing, and they were more like dogs running around and people being mean to each other and... Uh, what's his name Morpheus who'd had too many pies um, yeah. I, I just it just fell flat it's not a film I go back and watch and considering I have the t-shirt of that movie which was developed off the back of the trailer and it's basically a t-shirt with about 50 sets of three red dots all over it because <laughs> in the trailer Adrian Brody's there and all of these lasers go beep, 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 all over him and he's covered in them not in the fucking movie <laughs> you bastards <laughs> <laughs> so there's still only like three predators you're like oh come on um, so I feel it's a missed opportunity set on a random hunting planet had no emotional attachment like, really to the characters or earth or anything like that uh, this one looks a lot more franchise sensitive I hope. Hmm. Just please don't go the same way as Aliens sequels. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. It's Shane Black, so I like him. I I have faith. Please don't let me down. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he won't. And you, if you want a, if you want a, a bit of a, you know, early predator goodness, you can go to our again, go to our Facebook group forward slash group therapy, and you can see a picture of me doing a diamond cutter with a predator. <laughs> I might be a stuck record. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Only a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's our fucking podcast. We can pimp what the fuck we like. So, right. Yes, True. if you can't pimp your own stuff, then um, where can you pimp it? Yeah, so if you're similarly bored, yeah, what's please the go... point of this podcast? We can't pimp our own stuff. <laughs> exactly. yeah, so if you are similarly bored, go to backontrackliving.com and check out my website. I have a website. Mm -hmm. I have, I have some notes website. for you, but Thank you. we'll do it afterwards. Oh. <laughs> if, there you go. If it involves the design of the website, uh, please fuck off because it's my first one and I used a template. I, <laughs> I no responsibility for the coding of the damn thing. If it's content related, I would gladly hear your words. Yes, yes, I could tell that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I only have so much time, <clears throat> but I think it looks good. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyway, should we fuck off? <laughs> yeah, let's... Yeah.
All right. Uh, thank you for joining us, everybody. Send us your emails. Uh, find us on Instagram, Twitter, all those places. You know, you know the drill. Check the show notes, and we'll see you boot. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. gone again this is the part where we talk about bars because he can't hear us <laughs> this time we're 21 minutes in as opposed to 50 <laughs> something <laughs>